coming to you live from Baby Buffalo Rain Studios it is the Moose Lounge Podcast, where they interview individuals that turn passions into careers. Now, for the time that nothing else matters but the conversations that they are having and the bourbon that is in our glasses, it's your host, Moose and Baby Buffalo. And now, introducing our guest. He is the bald, the beautiful, the brash, and the most oftentimes bastardly. It is your favorite host, MC Tyler Havlin! <laughs> and the crowd goes wild for that wonderful intro. Hey, buddy, My God, I am here for it, man. Yes, sir. Man, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. A little better than I was earlier today. That's good. I'm still kicking chicken. <laughs> yeah, man, you look like you was rough on there this morning. Man, I was dying. In every sense of the word, I was dying. So, my number one question to you real quick, before we get into the whole interview thing, um, your song, your your intro music, your transition music, your outro music, do you know... That that song says two words in it. I hear it every time. Are you aware that it says skeet skeet? I did not know that, man. <laughs> Where does it say that at? I swear. Hold on, hold on. I'll pull it up for you. Hold on. I swear. It can't hear it. Oh, you can't hear it. can't hear it on the phone. I don't know. It says skeet skeet. Does it really? I don't know if it really says it, but that's what I hear every time I hear it. I'm going to have to hit up Joaquin Carew and be like, hey, man, you should say skeet, skeet, and I love it. <laughs> well, I was wondering, you know, if you were going to have the crew on here and care, you know, being in HR and writing you up and everything. I was like, I'm going to get you written up in the first five minutes of this conversation. Man, Tony, she, she just comes with the forms ready. <laughs> like, I think they're pre-filled out. She knows there's only so many different dumbass shit things I can do. And she's like, you know, I'm just going to write this all out now so I don't get arthritis later. <laughs> Let me just have it ready to go so he can just sign this shit and be on our way. Nice. So, uh, since you've been sick, what'd you have? COVID. I had the vid, man. Did you have it? Yeah, I had Rona Lisa for a week, man. Rona <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> And kicked your ass. Bro, it every happened. sense of the word. Dude, it, it put me under. I'm yeah. telling the first couple days were slick. I'm like, oh, this ain't shit. I'm fine. And then like once I once I tested negative for it, it hit. Mm. Oh, it was really? like, nope, you're not leaving bed. You're gonna poop your pants at least twice. Like that ain't a <laughs> part. You ain't even gonna eat, but you're gonna shit yourself. <laughs> so like I'm I'm laying in bed trying to be sexy when my girlfriend comes in and Honey, I just shit myself. What's that do for you? <laughs> like, and she thinks I'm joking. I'm like, nope, shorts are right there. I'm gonna need you to wash those. It was bad. Yeah, man. It, it ain't COVID unless you shit in your britches. I don't think I've ever heard anybody else shit in their pants with it though. <laughs> well, I mean, I do it without COVID, but if I have COVID, that's all the more reason to do it. Like, all right, I got you. Well. I don't know. I've always sometimes you know you expect a fart and you know yeah. a little bit more than that. <laughs> you, yeah, you the wife be standing behind you cooking dinner, and all of a sudden you just get up and go straight to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Nothing. Yeah. Mind your business. <laughs> well, that, that's how you know when when your old lady loves you, man. Especially if they're the one that does laundry. Yeah. The most. Yeah. Like sometimes you just got to put that that love. You got to do the love check, right? <laughs> that's when you just. 
you don't even try to make it to the bathroom. You're just going to shit yourself, <laughs> just shit yourself. And then you just take them off, quietly fold them up, put them in the dirty laundry. You got to fold them up so the shit don't fall out everywhere, all right? I've, I've carefully thought through this, all right? This is a love check. This works, I swear to you. This is guaranteed to find out if your old lady loves you or not. So you put them in the laundry, make sure the shit's not going to get everything else, everywhere else. Because you don't want to be disrespectful, you know? So then... If she comes at you sideways when she does the laundry, like, motherfucker, why'd you shit yourself and didn't tell me, you know she don't love you. But if she just does the laundry and she don't say, hey, I saw this big nasty dumper you took in your pants, like, we may have to reevaluate the situation. If you don't get none of that, she loves you and she's a keeper. You don't pre-rinse them? Nah, you, you ain't got pre-rinse them, man. You gotta leave them, them shits as dirty as possible. That's, that's how... That's how you know the love is deep. That's how you know that she'll take a bullet for you because she don't wash your shitty drawers. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been married to my wife for six years. I don't think she's washed my shitty drawers. No, I don't think I, so I, either. I think she probably like wad them up and throw them. At yeah, me. I think so. Yeah. Then again, Ball lady, it, don't. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's you got a good one there, man. You got a good one. So uh, since you've been sick, I guess you're not gonna want to partake of what I sent you in that box. But did you enjoy that box? The that box you- itself was amazing i have not partaken yet no 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 no, no. yeah but you you liked everything i wrote on it and everything yes yeah the box was aces my guy (laughs) (laughs) i wrote all sorts of quotes i wrote our thing i wrote what's in the box i wrote his stuff that he says and when i dropped that off at the ups man they looked at me all sorts of like what the hell's in this thing i was like bourbon glasses because yeah. I, I was like, bourbon glasses, that's what it is. So, yeah. Y'all enjoy I, it. I, I had every intention on drinking it here with you tonight, fellas, yeah. but obviously. Right, right. I, I, I don't blame her. Don't you worry about I it. I might die if I drink. Right. <laughs> That'd be a nasty shit. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what, though? Dude, if your ratings didn't go way the fuck up for me dying on your show, <laughs> like... We might just make you make it big if I die on the show. We might have to do this. It might even improve my rate. Well, shoot. <laughs> I don't want you dying on here, Tyler. <laughs> I tell you what, though. If I die, I want to I die with an erection. So when I come back as a ghost, I have a ghost boner. <laughs> I'll just be fucking haunting people. Just with, stick a, with my boner around the corner, you can't see the rest of my ghostly body. Just the boner like... What is that transparent pee-pee right there? <laughs> what? Why is there a pee-pee right there? Doesn't that go around? Boom! Don't yawn, motherfucker. I'm going to stick this in your mouth. Oh, man. Ugh. Oh, sorry. I, I get sidetracked a lot, man. I get brain squirrels. Oh, dude, you're, you're, fine, you're good, man. man. You're good. You're good. So, I just want to tell you a little bit about what's in the box. Oh, what's in the box? So I sent you some Elijah Craig bourbon, Kentucky straight bourbon. Have you ever had it? Uh, no, I'm not a huge bourbon drinker. I'm kind of a bourbon virgin. Oh, really? That's yeah. A, that's a good one to well, pop that cherry then. Yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty, uh, the reason I send it, it, it's a fairly easy drinker. It's, uh, I, I think it's very what bourbon should be. As far as what I think bourbon is, you know, you I usually get like, you know, vanilla and brown sugar and some caramels in it and stuff like that. But Elijah Craig himself, he, uh. He's considered the quote-unquote father of bourbon. No one knows who really did, created bourbon, but he is one of the, like, four guys that <clears throat> are suggested that did do it. And uh, I think he was like an old Baptist preacher that uh, transport whiskey in barrels 
a Baptist be preach. I wish my preacher would have done right? that. Right, <laughs> you know. But anyway, he he had a uh, barrels of bourbon in his in his wagon, and they caught fire. And the ones that didn't get destroyed, that fire changed the whiskey that was in the barrel, and everyone liked what it was. So that's what he rolled with. Was you know he'd always burn the barrels because it's toasted on the inside. But uh, other people say that he did sugar, some sort of sugar whiskey, and it was already toasted inside, and it would change while he was, you know, transporting it. And then that was bourbon. That's how he did the bourbon, too. So no one really knows, but... uh, You don't know who did it? No, I don't have a clue who created bourbon. I don't don't think anyone knows. Yeah. Who? Cecil Bourbonsky. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) I had no clue. Who was that guy? Huh? You fool of shit. Who was it? (laughs) <laughs> He's full of shit. Nah, that was Cecil Bobosky. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Hey, man. He yeah, delivered it smooth as fuck, though. <laughs> yeah, me go. My I was like, like, who was it? <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, it's a, for, especially for a bourbon virgin, like you said, or someone that hasn't had it very often, I think it's a pretty inviting bottle, so. Yeah, it's smooth, man. Yeah. You'll like it. Enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy I, it. I am going to enjoy that bottle with Dan. Dan is the newest member of our team, and he is a bourbon aficionado like like you gentlemen. Nice. He, he used to own his own bar, and he just he's big on the bourbons, big on the craft beer. Nice. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it with him. So how, how should I enjoy it? Should I enjoy it on the rocks, straight? Should I hate it? Or, like, what? <laughs> how how we going here? Um. It's it's one that you can enjoy neat. Uh, okay. Nothing to it. Um, if neat's too strong for you, have a glass of water next to you and take that water and put it in your mouth and then drink you some bourbon. And then that way okay. it'll, it'll dilute the bourbon, but it'll allow you to get acclimated to neat, you know, to straight. And then, like, each time you drink it, like, take less and less water. But uh, as you dilute the bourbon, you can make some different unique flavors come out of it and you might catch something like one time you might catch some brown sugar next time you might catch some caramel or vanilla or who the hell knows man i swear to god everyone's got a different palate so no telling what you're gonna freaking taste so these all sound like sweet cakes so i want the front of the tongue right yeah 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 uh from the tongue there's some that we have over here it's uh hotter and it can hit you all over the tongue but yeah this one it's pretty it's smooth it's on it's on the front of the tongue yeah right yeah oh yeah yeah, let, let me know what Dan says. What was your intro for him? This was the first time you know the intro for him this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and I had more to it, but man, you could see I was I was struggling through all the intros. I even messed up the outro. And uh, <laughs> <I'm done>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did it? When y'all first introduced him, didn't you call him like Bad News Dan or something like that? Yeah, Bad News Dan is his moniker. So if he was so here, all- if he was here tonight, what I was going to say was. It doesn't matter if he's in the church pews; he's gonna give you bad news. <laughs> I like it. I might have to. I might have to cheese it. Man. <laughs> you go right ahead. I'd be honored. I like it. Another thing I wanted to ask you was, you know, you and Shorty. Uh, it's always been you two, and then you've added yep. different crew members along the way. But you've always talked about how it started, and Shorty was like, you know, Tyler just showed up to the studio, and he's like, "Hey, man, we're recording this shit." What made you decide? Of course, you already told us, you know, off the camera here that you had another podcast. I guess you already had the equipment and stuff. But what made you be like, you know, inner idiots, what we're going with? What what led up to that point when you walked through that door and said, Shorty, we're recording this shit? 
right. Well, like I said, it all, it started with another podcast, but but really to get to the heart of it, you have to go back before that. Um, everybody has always told me you need to do stand up comedy. You need to do stand up comedy. Well, I get stage fright really bad. It's it's weird. Um, but yeah, something about being up on stage really freaks me out unless I'm up on stage with other people or, you know, being recorded, it's fine. So I, I told the people that want me to do it, I'll start a YouTube channel. If that YouTube channel gets big enough, I will do stand-up. Well, that YouTube channel evolved into Saint Street, first podcast. And then uh, I was going through my second divorce and my wife had access to my YouTube account, so she deleted everything. So all that work, man. It, it was it was pretty bad because I had some good material on there, yeah. but um, I mean it, it's just like if you go and I mean I hate to to compare myself to somebody famous, but you go and burn Leonardo da Vinci's paintings. It's like he can't do that again. Like that was a one time thing. But yeah, so I had kind of given up on it for a minute, and the girl I'm with now. She had found the podcast because you can still find it on like Spotify and stuff. I don't suggest looking it up. It's horrible. <laughs> the audio, the audio quality was atrocious. It was before I had cadences down on how to, you know, have hosts with me. Yeah. But um, it was it was much more for viewing than listening. And she's like, I enjoyed it. You should do it again. So I, I vaguely knew Shorty. We played D and D together one time. And he had talked about him and one of our other buddies doing a Dimwits and Dummies D&D podcast. And he's like, yeah, I have a studio and everything. I was like, dope. Can I come record? He said, yeah. So I get there. I was like, hey, do you want to guest co-host on this first? He's like, sure. I was like, all right, just follow my lead. You don't need to know anything. You just go <laughs> off what I said. So that's how it was born. The second episode came around. I'm like, hey, you want to be on this one too? He's like, yep. Third episode came around. I was like, "Hey, you're just you're just the permanent co-host, okay?" He's like, "Yeah, all right, all right let's do this." It's awesome, and it's been history ever since. Yeah. That was 108 episodes ago. Yeah, I've listened to 120 hours of it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we've put out a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. I I I've, I really enjoy it, man. You uh, I've listened to your lives on Instagram. You know, with Gnome and Jake, them two dudes are hilarious. Yeah, those guys are great. And because of that, you know, I checked out the Apple Boys guys, and they're good. Um, I, I listened to uh, Will Dad Gummit. <laughs> he was. He's I good. love that guy. Yeah. So me and I, I was actually on Pop Bless a couple weeks ago, and their studio, Chef Kisses. Really. But um, me and me and Josh are actually in the talks of starting up a side project because. Him and I share more of a passion for it than some of the rest of us do. Yeah, he's he's more on the side of wanting to get big, like like I do. And uh, my my guys are great; they're all great. But we just we share different passions, and uh, we have we have different ambitions. They're more along for the ride, whereas I'm in it for the journey. Right. That makes sense. Like, yeah. but yeah. yeah. So look, keep an eye out for me and Josh. Um, it's it's going to be an advice podcast. An advice actually. podcast. Yeah, where he gives sound advice and I give <laughs> Tyler advice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Mm-hmm. It will be so. Uh, <clears throat> now I know you've been sick and everything, and you you didn't have your top five for your crew this morning. But did, did you 
Do you remember my top five I asked you to come up with? Man, I do now. And I could probably come up with it off, off cuff. It was top five things that I could eat at any given time. <clears throat> yes, sir. Time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want us to go first and you think about it? Yeah, I mean, right. y- y'all go first. So um, I'm going to let you start. Me start? Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah. I- it, was, it was top five things that you're down to eat no matter what situation you're in. I mean, even if you're just full, it walks in the room, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I definitely want some of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, First three is Mexican, pizza, and burgers. Okay. And then watermelon, and then chocolate ice cream. Mine was uh, pizza, Chinese food, Mexican. But with Mexican, it was more like burritos, fajitas, and quesadillas. That's what I get down with. And then my fourth one was uh, surf and turf. And then my number one's pussy. <laughs> Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> right. All my favorite things in the world are pink, and goddammit, at least two or th- three of them on this list is pink. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, all right. Number five. It's it's gonna it's gonna be two shared into one, all right? All right. It's gotta be Mexican food at a Mexican restaurant. Right. And I'll eat whatever Mexican waitress brings me to food. Because <laughs> goddamn it, they usually I usually let them throw crunchy peanut butter at me. I don't care. <laughs> I was I was born the wrong ethnicity. People, I'm telling you, I am I am a cholo at heart. Um, love me some Mexican food. Everything they do is just oh yeah, it, it's perfect. Yep, perfection. Um, number four has got to be sushi. And that has been something that has just been in the last 10 years for yeah. me. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of like a sushi noob still. I'm, I'm still a little green. I like my sushi tempura. Mm-hmm. Yep. And most of the time, warm. Yeah. Uh, unless it's, it's like a honey roll or something, but there's really no fish in a honey roll. Right. Uh, number three. Let's see. Um, anything... With, with surf and turf, really, man. You, you put the now. Here's the thing: I pay for it if I eat shrimp because I got gout, man. I am an old soul trapped in an old man's body, <laughs> but like my old soul is probably like 163 years old. So, like, I got gout. I ain't got no gallbladder. So, like, if I eat shrimp, like my big toe swells up, and it says, "Nope, you ain't walking for a week." Dang. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's shrimp. <clears throat> I'm good. Just give me some shrimp and then put me in bed. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, number two is uh, anything with caramel on it, man. Caramel is caramel's like Narnia in your mouth. The moment you put it in there, you are transported to this magical world where a goddamn lion could be a god and bitch can ride around on some fucking snow thing. It's just magical. Way better than the Wizard of Oz. Let's hide behind a fucking and number one is taking that trip across the fleshy fun bridge right to the fucking <laughs> vagina and butthole right there. That is the best meal. And let me tell you what, there is curative, curative um, elements in that in those juices. I'm, I'm convinced. All right, because look, they give birth to brand new whole ass human beings, yeah. right? So me getting that all on my face has got to be why I'm as handsome as I am. My age. <laughs> so, I mean, I wish it would have let me keep a little more hair, but uh, you just rub yeah. It so that's more. the last. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's my top five. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, man, uh, when I first reached out to you about coming on here, I wanted you to think about another situation that, that's happened to me. Um, do you interact with your dreams when you sleep at all? Like, do you do you wake up? Do you have a do you have a dream that you're going through a certain situation? And, like, you wake up because you've reacted to it or, like, you've jumped or you've done something like that. Have you ever done anything like that in your sleep? Yeah, and it's always sex. Is it always, <laughs> always. sex? It's always sex. I mean, I'm a very lucid dreamer. And uh, I can I can somewhat control the direction of my dream at times. But let me tell you what. Every time I dream about sex and I'm sleeping next to my old lady, I wake up and we're having sex. <laughs> it never fails. And it is great. It's been happening to me since I was 25 years old, man. Is the last time, is the first time I remember it happened. Like, oh, this, this is cool. Like, this, <laughs> we're doing this. This is, this is a dope way to wake up, man. Shit. <laughs> Good morning to you. Good morning. <laughs> Shit, it's the middle of the night, motherfucker. Finish up and go back to sleep. <laughs> God damn. I never woke up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my girl, my girlfriend. Now that's how we first did it. Was, oh, really? I was sleeping, yeah, and then it just happened. I was like, "All right, well, I guess we do this." <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Well, um, the first time that's ever happened to me, me and my wife, we just started dating, and um, I know it's because we just got done watching an episode of Walking Dead, and uh, me and Daryl's in the dream we're fighting zombie Jackie Chan and Jet Li, <laughs> and uh, I turn, I turn to go. I go throw one of them into the windshield of a car, and I turn to punch the other one. And when I do, I punch my wife square in the middle of her back. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she goes, ow! And I just, like, woke up, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So That is fucking epic, man. <laughs> now, what about you, Jeff? You ever do anything like that? I've uh, My ex-wife uh, woke up um, sleeper hold. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't wow. know why. I can't. I think I was... Fighting somebody in my dream. You had Bumper. her in a sleeper hold. Yeah. Holy shit. Motherfucker, she was already asleep. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, wow. Uh, that makes me want to skip to my last one, but I can't skip a story. <laughs> so, this one here, this happened almost a year ago. Like, this week, we had, uh, what was it, Hashing It Out first come on here, and yeah. I told them this story. My wife had a dream that we were swingers. We're not swingers, but in this dream, we were swingers. And um, why not? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I, I was ready to go. I took the took the other lady, and we were back there in the in the bedroom. We were doing her thing, and um, she had woken up the next day, and she told me about this this dream. Well, apparently, about a week or two later, I decided to have a dream about it too. So I'm with that girl, and I'm I'm down there, you know, eating the fleshy fun bridge, and <laughs> and uh, I wake up. I have sleep apnea. I'm actually licking the inside of my apnea mask. <laughs> I'm talking tongue was straight out. And I'm like licking it. The first thing I did was I looked over at my wife to make sure she was still asleep. Because if she wasn't, God bless you to die. So uh, I told her that next morning she did die. She she laughed pretty damn hard. And she said, I would never stop laughing at you if I saw that. And I said, I know, I know. Now That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Now before I get to this last one, yeah. Oh, that's more that's more majestic than the fucking Statue of Liberty giving the ball eagle hand job, my guy. <laughs> now I got one more, but do you have any more situations or you just always wake up having sex? 
Dude, it's it's always that, man. I mean, I've woke up like humping the bed before, <laughs> but it's always like I ain't never put a motherfucker in a sleeper hold. I mean, <laughs> probably because they're already asleep. But I ain't Damn. never punched nobody. Like I mean, but I mean, if, if I if I ever get mad enough, I might hit a motherfucker <laughs> and act like I was sleeping. Right. <laughs> well, this last story just happened a week or two ago, and. uh I want to say it's because we were. I was watching our buddy Chris. Uh, he streams Call of Duty all the time. So, in my dream, I'm in this war scenario. Now I'm six foot ten. I got no business being in a war scenario. <laughs> like you can snipe my ass from miles away. So I'm, I'm in this war scenario, and I'm I'm in a clearing, and there's four guys with automatics and a flashlight at the other end, and I'm army crawling. I'm trying to sneak up on these guys. So it's night. Apparently, I'm not six foot ten in this dream. And um, <laughs> I'm army crawling. I got some sort of automatic rifle with me. All of a sudden, this guy on my left, he comes army crawling faster than I am. He, he gets about his ass to my face. And he looks at me and says, dude, get the fuck out of here. You can give my position away. And I'm over here like, well, I was here first, damn it. So I got mad at him. And I like pop up. And I say, he's here. He's here. And I take off running around the other side of this forest. So... I come to this conclusion I'm not six foot ten because as I'm running around the forest, I see another guy with a flashlight walking through the trees. So all of a sudden there's like this little clearing hole thing. So I dive right through this and I start army crawling towards him. And uh, I realize that he's walking faster than I'm army crawling. So I get up, I pull my rifle off my shoulder, I start spraying bullets at him. <clears throat> I miss every damn shot. Pull my pistol. He's looking around like where the hell is these bullets coming from? So then I pull my pistol off my hip. I start shooting at him. He finally realizes where I'm coming at, and he starts shooting at me. I'm shooting at him. He's shooting at me. We're both fucking missing. I get, like, arm's length away from him. I reach out to grab the back of his head and go to slit his throat, and when I do, I pull my wife's ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and she wakes up. She goes, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? I was dreaming. I was dreaming. <laughs> Oh man! So, oh, note to self: don't sleep next to you <laughs> or him. Apparently, yeah. so yeah. I, got, I don't know. I could use the sleeper hole for the extra sleep. <laughs> like right. he might have been doing a civic duty. Like bitch, I didn't know if he was asleep enough. <laughs> uh, so basically, you were having a Star Wars dream because neither one of you motherfuckers could hear each other. Just storm right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else said that too. I told that story too. He was like, "Yeah, stormtroopers shooting, huh?" So yeah, <laughs> something like that. So, <clears throat> I mean, sir, you open the door for it, man. We just walked through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, nah, I'm aiming, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I do have one more. One more. Oh, golly, I do this a lot, apparently. So, uh, this was—I should have told you this one before too. But my wife and I—we had started living together. We were still dating. This was back when I worked at the Kentucky Blood Center. Yeah. And at the Kentucky Blood Center, it's pretty much pack your lunch or you're not eating all day long. So I was uh, I was coming down a road here in Lexington, and I was trying to make a left to go towards work, and there was a Chick-fil-A on the right. And if I made this light, I was going to have enough time to stop at Chick-fil-A and get myself a chicken biscuit for breakfast, maybe pick up something for lunch, you know. Otherwise, I was going to have to eat canteen food, you know, Nutty Buddies and a fudge around or something like that. And be hungry all day long. <clears throat> well, even in my dream, I can't win because light turned red. So I'm like, shit, now I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have to miss my food. 
and go hungry all day long. So all of a sudden, this semi truck with one of them pointed bulldozer shovels come on or come through all the traffic and just like plows him out of the way. He pulls right up in the middle of the intersection of the road and he says, Hey, Amos, I'm from Chick fil A. What do you want for breakfast? And I looked at him and I said, chicken tenders and barbecue sauce. He says, what? I can't hear you. I cut my hands and I go, chicken tenders and barbecue sauce. No, Tyler, man, it's 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) My wife wakes up like she sits straight up in bed and smacks me on my chest. She says, what the fuck is going on? I said, huh? I was so confused. And then I like realized what I started laughing. I said, Oh, I said, I was dreaming about chicken tenders and barbecues. <laughs> she goes, you would. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, That's fucking great, man. So I guess you never know what you're going to get around here. Chicken tenders and barbecue sauce, apparently. Right. Yeah. You got the chickens, man. All you got to do is go fucking eat another one of them motherfuckers. Man, I can't eat those chickens. My wife killed me. <laughs> she she don't never need. She done named them and everything. She's gonna know if one's missing. I only got six. The uh, buy another one, man. The next it's door, all about the experience. The next door neighbor, they had uh, they bought over fifty of them. Shit, they had fifty of them. They got two dogs that live out back, and the kids went into the barn and uh, was looking at the chickens. Left the door unlocked. And those chickens went in there, or the dogs went in there and had themselves a chicken dinner. They oh. ate, they ate over half of them. Holy! Shit. And they had ducks too. I walked over there to go pet the dogs because I want the dogs to get to know me. You know yeah. what I mean? Not just bark all the time. And uh, I saw a chicken here and a duck there and a <laughs> duck there. I said, "Oh my god!" I was like, I looked out in the yard and there's like five more. I said. Holy shit. <laughs> out of there, man. First yeah. thing they do is blame the chubby guy. <laughs> yeah. So I asked the guy, he's like, yeah, man, he was one of us left the doors open. I was like, oh, my goodness, man. But he said they got- must have, Go ahead. How much does the chicken cost anyway? Not much. Uh, anywhere from like, I think like a buck or two to $12 a piece. Yeah. So it depends on the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can go to like feeder or uh tractor supply yeah. or rural king and they got chickens and ducks yeah. for sale out there for cheap. Yeah. I can go buy me a chicken for twelve dollars and just fucking do some evil shit. <laughs> yeah. Or less than that, man. Raise it and then eat it. Yeah. I mean it's still cheaper than going to the grocery store and getting it. Right. Damn, dude, you just changed my life. <laughs> there you go. That's what we try to do around here, buddy. It's what we try to do. So, um, back when y'all f- first started, like, I don't know, 20 episodes in or something like that, y'all had a few different guests on. Y'all had some uh, MMA right. fighters. Yep. Right, right. And on one of those, you said that you used to fight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've uh, I've, I've done a lot of stuff, man, but uh, fighting was one of my first loves. Uh, I started boxing when I was 12 or 13 years old. Um, Cause I was getting a lot of fights at school yeah. and my dad said, well, if he's going to be a punk, we can get him into boxing. And, uh, this was, this was the first time I should have realized how much my father loved me. <laughs> uh, because my dad would go to work every day. He's a construction worker, work his tail off. Him and my mom were together. So he would go to work. And after he got done busting ass, pouring concrete all day, he would pick me up, take me to, take me to the gym for, or three hours take me home and then he would go home 
Oh, wow. But uh, I did that until I was 18. I had some op- few really good opportunities. I passed up the women, obviously. Um, it's in my top five things. I, my favorite <laughs> food. Um, so from there, I, tra- I uh, transitioned into kickboxing, and I did that for a couple years. Um, I was successful with that as well. And then I made the transition in MMA when it started getting really big. And uh, I did that for five or six years. I, I hate to sound cocky. It just wasn't a challenge back then. So the passion for it just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, It was really easy back then if you were dedicated mm-hmm. to to just walk through opponents. And I was, I was very dedicated at the time. And um, I wasn't dedicated enough to not pass up another big opportunity for women, though. <laughs> and uh, so I just kind of got out of that. And then I actually went back into other sports. I played baseball for a little bit. I played uh, football, semi-pro football, semi-pro baseball. And then uh, I played till I was about 34 when my youngest child was born. And then I, I hung up the athlete hat and just <coughs> got fat. Oh, yeah. That happens to the best of us. <laughs> I, I try to lose some weight uh, last couple of summers, and I've I've ended up gaining it all back. So now, how do you think yeah, you would? Every time I lose it, man, I end up finding it again. How do you think you would do now in MMA with the talent they got now? Man, I I don't really know if I'd have stuck with it, man. I I think I'd still be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to tell though because it's one of those things. Like ever once I once I became so far removed from it, it was hard to watch. Right. Because started because like man i should have done this or i should have done this so it just became really hard to watch but there were some big names out there that i had been in the ring with and just completely decimated like um season two finalist um brad Ines. i had tore that man up nice uh there was good i i had uh messed around with jeremy horn some and i usually got the better of him okay. uh Couple other people. I'm blanking on the names right now, man. It's been a long time. I'm I'm 38, so this has all been 15 years ago for me. But uh, my last <clears throat> fight was in 2005. Oh wow, uh, that was a long time ago, yeah. man. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Not only is he the same age as me, but we both got the same damn birthday. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. March 19th, man. Yes, oh sir. wow. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to an episode. <clears throat> Listen to an episode, and he's you know whatever he said. He said something about the Justice League. He said best damn birthday gift I could have got, and I was like, damn! I said his birthday is the same day as mine. <laughs> so, so hell yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Our next little segment, I plan. I don't have everything written down just for you. I was I was kind of banking on Shorty to be here with you. So I'm gonna skip our moose is on the loose segment that we're gonna do. It's usually just me rattling yeah. off some quick this or that things i can ask you if you want to but i mean i can still do it you're a fan of comics right shorty ain't just the yeah. only fan of comics right yeah he's the expert i'm the fan all right all right well i'll ask you real quick so moose is on the loose it's- i only got five down here for you um it's just this or that no explanation needed so marvel or dc dc okay nice if you, I'm telling you now, though, if you ask Shorty that, you're getting an explanation. <laughs> a very angry yeah. explanation. Gotcha. Ohio or Kentucky? Kentucky. 
Kentucky. Now you live right there next. You pretty much live right across the the bridge, right? Are you? Yeah, that, I that claim close? I claim Cincinnati, but we all know Cincinnati is really northern Kentucky. Right. Right. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, this one was mainly for shorty, just tea or coffee. Uh, coffee. Yeah. Him is tea. Right. 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 Um, uh, eating the old leather Cheerio or the roast beef curtains. <laughs> it's gonna be the roast beef curtains for him. For me, hey man. Nothing goes better. Nothing goes like a combo meal. <laughs> <laughs> and then Superman or the Hulk? Superman, all day. Yeah, all right. Fuck, I want some big green bugger. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I got for you, my man. Uh, we're going to move on to the next segment called Baby Buffalo Wants to Know. Hello. Do you want to play a game? You ever heard of uh, Answer the Internet on YouTube? What is it? Answer the Internet. It's uh, David. Nope. Huh? No? Nope. Okay. You all are going to educate me, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it's from Barstool Sports. You heard of them? Yep. Okay. Well, it's their, uh, their question show that they have on YouTube. They usually have stand-up comedians, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, different people like that on there. And they ask them a bunch of these random-ass questions. So we're going to ask you a couple. It can be pretty simple or it can get pretty raunchy i know it ain't no big deal for you i know it's gonna be funny no matter what you say so i only got one raunchy one. Oh well i just picked him out go right ahead Jeff. all right what fictional character would you love to beat the shit out of what fictional character would i love to beat the shit out of um it's on the tip of my tongue you ever seen the show invincible yeah yeah the girlfriend in invincible she is goddamn the main villain she is always fucking with that boy's emotion. I just want to fucking thunder kick her right in her goddamn cunt and throw her out a goddamn window. That's a good show, though, isn't it? Yeah, dude, it was it was so fire. Yeah, I still ain't watched it. Oh, Jeff, it's good. I Man, always forget about it. It's super good because I'm hardly ever on uh, Amazon. Damn, that's worth watching right there. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It's I a get... fairly quick watch too. Yeah, is it oh, okay? I think it was only, what, eight, maybe? Seven? Six? Something like that. I mean, oh. it, they're 20-something 20, 20 minutes long. Yeah, they, you, you'll get through them, and you like, damn, that's it. But they're coming out with another one. It's oh, okay. almost Those like seasons. that, um, oh, they come out, Netflix come out with one. It was a superhero. It was a live-action superhero. Uh, super fucking violent. Yeah, crap. Jupiter's Legacy. There, yeah, that, that yeah, one. yeah. It's yeah. almost like that, but cartoon. I stopped watching that one. Yeah, well, that that's because they quit. Yeah. There was not another season of that one. Yeah, they already canceled it. Yeah. I didn't want to start it. So, but yeah, Jupiter's Legacy was good, and this Invincible was really good. Yeah. All right, so. I'll check that one. All right, if you could have, if you could pick a fake name, what would it be? A fake name? Yeah. Happy Mondingo Wang Dang. <laughs> yeah, because I just want to make people happy <laughs> and uh i wish my my pp was big enough to call him on dingo <laughs> and wang dang because myself and my pp got kicked like a chinese man <laughs> that's awesome that's a good name would you rather have flamingo legs or t-rex arms Ooh man yeah all right so this is a tough one man because i mean you ain't gonna escape the uh, leg day joke. <laughs> but but here's the thing, man. My legs have always been really huge. Yeah. Um, and my arms are kind of short already anyways. <laughs> so I'm going to go with flamingo legs just because I don't know what it's like to be able to put on a pair of pants and my thighs not pulled them motherfuckers down. Yeah. Like, even when I was 
in good shape. My waist will be tiny, but my thighs will be so goddamn big that I got to buy pants 27 sizes too fucking right. large, and I got to wear goddamn suspenders. It's a whole fucking mess. So I'm going flamingo legs. <laughs> nice. Just I almost got worked up there, man. <laughs> My blood pressure calmed down yeah. for a minute. I mean, fucking my bad, my bad. PTSD, big <laughs> legs and shit. Would you rather sit down with your parents and watch every sexual encounter you've ever had, or sit by yourself to watch a sex tape of the night they conceived you? Now I'm gonna sit down and, and watch the night the great greatness was made, man. Because I'm gonna need to see exactly how they did it so I can recreate it. <laughs> Because and, and you know what they should teach that they should take that tape and play it in school. Like, hey, you want to have a great human <laughs> being as a child? This is what you need to do. That was a quick answer. <laughs> Mo- <laughs> Most people think plus about I, it for a second. <laughs> plus, I probably need to know who my real dad is. So, I mean, that might help. Man, There's they, been some questioning. <laughs> you ever watched uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. All right. So when. I guess what Marshall and Lily, when they were trying to conceive a kid, each one of them wanted a boy and the other one wanted a girl. And um, Marshall's dad was giving them advice. You know, they're they're Viking descendants yeah, or whatever. He's yeah. like, dip your nuts in ice water and drink pickle juice and make sure she's facing south and and yell your name. And right. <laughs> so they're 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 both contradicting. I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah, I, I remember that, and they both caught on to what the other one was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tyler, man, I got to take advantage of this situation having you on here. It wouldn't be a uh, an interview with Tyler if you did not tell us the uh, the exploding penis story. Exploding penis story. I love this one, man. Everybody loves it. <laughs> All right. So, in life, there is a time to laugh and a time not to laugh. All right, so we should all remember that while telling this story and I'm going to highlight the times you're not supposed to laugh in life. <laughs> All, right. All right. So I used to work for this place called uh Scott's lawn service. I don't know if you guys know what they are. They're kind of yeah. like yep, yep. green, whatever. Yep. Well, if you've ever seen one of their trucks on the side of the truck, there's a cabinet where they keep the spreader at. And well, what we actually use that cabinet for is we take out the spreader, we get in it and we go pot. It. All right. <laughs> so if we have to, Fuck drain the main vein while we're out in the field. We ain't got to stop somewhere. We just use that cabinet. Well, I get in there one day, and I'm taking a leak, and a customer comes out and starts to open my door. And uh, now Ghostbusters taught you not to cross the streams. This is going to teach you not to cut off the stream. Because as soon as they started to open my door, I pinched the tip of my pee-pee oh. and tried to stop peeing. And let me tell you, when the tip of it exploded, it's straight demigorgon. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, blood mm. all over me, blood spraying on the customer. Like, oh. it was, whoa. Yeah. And that I was mean, from like, just pinching the stream off? Yeah. Just, boom. Oof. Wow. Poof, gone. <laughs> so here I am, and I freak out over certain stuff, especially when it comes to genitalia. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm dying. I'm dying. He's gonna, urine's going to get in my bloodstream. I'm going to die. <laughs> so I get in my truck. I go back to the office. I drop my truck off. I tell the receptionist lady, I got to go to the hospital. Ah, what's wrong? I said, my dick exploded <laughs> as I'm walking out the door. <laughs> so I get home to my first wife at the time. Um, oh, we got to go to the hospital right now. She's like, what happened? I was like, I'm, my PP exploded. She starts laughing. I'm like, it's not a joke. It's, it's never going to work again. <laughs> oh, man. 
So, so we, we get to the hospital and they take me back to triage. I'm in there and my dumb ass, like, I can't turn the sarcasm off. I can't turn my smart assness off half the time. Uh, they, they say, uh, ma'am, you can't come in here because of the nature of the injury. I'm like, she's fine. She come in here. No, she has to wait out here for a minute. So they get me in there alone. They're like, sir, did your wife abuse you? <laughs> I say, just emotionally, she can come back in. <laughs> well, it, at this point, they radio to a police officer. <laughs> I, I said, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Who do you think drove me here? They say, well, nine times out of the ten, the abuser will bring you to the hospital. I was like, it happened. It worked. And, uh, so, so I clear up the mess that I created. And uh, so they get me back to the um, to the ER room, right? And the nurse comes in, and she gets down, you know, eye level with my with my pee pee, <laughs> and she puts it in her hand and she looks at it for a minute. Now, remember when I told you there's a time not to laugh in life? Yeah. If you're a nurse and you're holding a grown man's pee pee in your hand, that is not the time to laugh. <laughs> she starts laughing hysterically. Like, there, who can I make a complaint to in this goddamn <laughs> hospital? Why are you laughing right now? And uh, she said, I'll be back, sir. So she leaves the room, and I'm, I'm obviously distraught. Yeah. My, my wife at the time, she's trying not to laugh. Everybody's laughing, and I'm just sitting here with a bloody dick. Like, this is not funny, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what is so funny right now? And uh, the doctor comes in, he looks serious, so I'm thinking to myself, about time, like, let, let's, let's get this show on the road, save my life. And uh, he gets down, and he puts my PP in his hand. And wouldn't you know it, this motherfucker starts laughing. <laughs> what the hell are you laughing at? Well, apparently it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like, it, it's it's kind of normal-ish. Um, I, could, I couldn't stand up to pee unless I was in the shower for about three months with oh. water running over me. Or I had to be sitting down to pee. And there was no sex oh. for three months. Yeah. And, and to this day, it's never been the same. So, like, even now, if I fucking bust a big one, it hurts. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. From yeah, so moral the of the story. Yeah, I didn't know that could happen. <clears throat> yeah, so moral of the story, man, What commitment <laughs> is crucial <laughs> and important. Once you commit to something... Follow it through, people. <laughs> Don't end up like me with a demigorgon pee-pee. Oh, man. Okay? Now, how is that not as bad as they... Yeah. You know... Yeah, like... You, you, said, said, it's you semi- said it wasn't as bad yeah. as you thought it was. Like, how is it not as bad as you thought it was? Like, Well, they, just, they put some cream on it, and the cream kind of held it in place, and they put a little wrap around it to leave this on for a day. And I guess because of the area, it's in and because because it stays held most of the day I mean <laughs> shame on them for assuming I wear underwear all the goddamn time but uh I guess it heals fairly well down there mm. I mean I guess that's kind of true because a vasectomy only takes a few days right and like they're yeah. actually like shooting laser beams into your ball sack or something nah, I, don't I don't know about that 
But apparently it heals fairly quickly. And I'm telling three months wasn't quick enough. I had to sit down and pee like a goddamn lady and no sex for that long. Yeah. That was for it. Right. Still don't understand why we were laughing at you though. Yeah. Yeah. I never got it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I was the way I was acting because I was freaking out. And like <laughs> I thought I, I thought, man, if I could never use this thing again, like let's just fucking euthanize me. Like I'm done. <laughs> I ain't gonna live like a fucking eunuch, man. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Put me out the pasture, like fuck it. I hate snakes. Put me in a snake pit right now. I'll fight all them motherfuckers. But make sure they're all venomous, cause I ain't coming out this motherfucker alive. Now, <laughs> you said snakes. So to change the subject real quick, I guess we're not changing the subject. <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> why don't you like snakes? Man, let me tell you what about these little evil motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. For one, these motherfuckers run fast as hell and they ain't got no goddamn feet. <laughs> they they swim faster than a motherfucker and they ain't got fins, right? These motherfuckers can fly and they ain't got wings. Have you ever tried to slither, motherfucker? It don't work. <laughs> it don't work. I've tried. Slithering don't fucking work. Trust me. I'm not a fast runner. I thought maybe I could slither. No, it ain't having it. That's just people when it's of the devil. You seen them motherfucking big teeth they got? Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you supposed to do with those? Those are made for one thing, biting a motherfucker. Those ain't even made for chewing up food. Those are made for fucking inflicting pain. God damn. You gonna shoot fucking venom out of your teeth? Like, I got bad breath, but you got fucking poison breath. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Goddamn snakes. This shit ain't right. Let's, let's make a fucking animal. Let's make an alligator, what's already t- terrifying. Take its legs away and make it fast. I saw a post yesterday on Twitter. Do you watch any kind of... Uh, he's a music re- video reactor. You ever watch any of those guys react to music videos or anything like that? You ever fuck around with shit like that or you don't waste your time with that? No, I, I haven't got into it, man. Uh, especially the last couple of years, it's really hard for me to follow anything yeah. outside of the people that I'm working with at the time. Yeah. Um, because I do spend so much time promoting and writing and trying to uh, create new business avenues for the show. Right. It's really hard for me to keep current with people that I'm just not working with. Gotcha, um, gotcha. <clears throat> so, like... Right now, you you guys are on my radar, and then my usual suspects right now are on the radar, like that on Day Quill, Apple Boys. Gotcha. Well, the reason I asked you, man, is because I I watch one guy, only one guy, and I think he's fucking hilarious. His name is No Life Shack. He's a a gentleman from uh, South Carolina area, and he posted the other day. Now you mentioned alligators, so that's why I'm bringing this up. He posted a picture (laughs) of four different animals. Said you got to last ten minutes or twenty minutes to get ten million ten million dollars. Yeah. Which one would you pick? And it was a bear. It was a hippo. It was an know. alligator, and I think it was a snake. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it was a snake. It was another animal that looked like it would. It was very deadly and it would probably kill you real yeah. quick. But uh, I, like, I wouldn't fuck with any of those. Like maybe maybe the bear try no. to play dead for twenty minutes. I go for the alligator. Why? Jump on its back and hold on? Dude, they can't, when they, if you can get their mouth, they can't open their mouth. Oh, well. 
Maybe. Who knows? <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Tyler, man, to wrap it up and everything, you know, of course, like we said in the in the intro, you know, we like to interview individuals that's turned passion into careers. And while it might not be a career yet, I really feel like the inner idiot's on to something, or at least you're on to something. Yeah. Um, what would it mean for you to turn this thing into a career? Like, like if you was to wake up tomorrow morning and the biggest dream to come possible was to be a podcaster full time, what would that mean for you? It would mean the world to me, man. Um, honestly, uh, the money and the career side of it was was kind of secondary for me. Um, I really, as as much of an asshole and bastard as I could be, sometimes I really like making people laugh and making people smile, um, and that's completely selfish because it makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> um, but I mean that that's my main thing. But if I, if it becomes a full time career, that just means I'm getting to do what I love getting paid for it i mean i get paid for it now but uh i'm i'm right there in this weird area right now where it's becoming a career but it's it's just it's just it's one or two breaks away from yeah um and and i I tell you what i get to talk to people globally every day and I, i really enjoy that um i get to people talk to people from around the United States. I try to respond to almost everybody that reaches out to the show. I try to respond to them personally. Um, so to be able to make this full-time career, not having a day job, man, that would mean the world, need more time for my kids. Um, I'd be able to find them new parents quicker. Uh, <laughs> and then that way, that way I, I would have time to do my own thing and, and be a, a big kid again. No, I'm just kidding. I love my kids. I don't, I don't want to, put them up for adoption. I might sell them if the money's right, but I mean, <laughs> I don't get nothing out of adoption. Right. Yeah, right. Right. So do you have any advice for any new podcasters or ones that are uh, thinking about jumping into this crazy world of podcasting? Yeah. If you want to make money out of it, get good at entertaining before you try to sell your entertainment. Um, putting the cart before the horse can really, uh, really fuck you up man uh mentally and and turn you away from it um so yeah get good at 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 entertaining find out what what your thing is i hate to say niche niche because i can't say it (laughs) but um is that Mario? Uh, yeah yeah, i'm sorry yeah yeah that's all right i was was about to start jamming (laughs) but um find out what you're good at find out uh like doing and uh find the audience there's an audience for it out there man there's how many people in this world i mean at least (laughs) at least a percentage of them is gonna like what you're doing right as long as you're putting your heart into it as long as you're putting your uh you're letting your passion show right right nice all right all right well oh um Dude, I think that's all I got for you. You got anything else for me? No, man. All right, man. So uh, y'all always end your show in a special way. Do you care if I have the honor? Will you set me up for it? You tell Jeff. Hey, how man. To, will, you say, will you tell Jeff how to do it? And I and I, I, I do the ending. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Here's yeah. what's gonna happen, man. All right. I'm gonna say so. That's all we got today. <clears throat> and then you're gonna say so. In the meantime, and then I'm gonna say something, and then he's gonna close us out. All right. All right. All right, so that's all we got today. So in the meantime. In the between time. 
we won't do anything for a Klondike bar, but we'll do some sketchy shit for some whiskey and bacon. <laughs> Cue the music. We're out. We're out. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I hope you've enjoyed the show. I just wanted to drop our social medias out there real quick. The Moose Lounge on Facebook, The Moose Lounge on Instagram, and The Moose Lounge 1 on Twitter. So if you enjoy what we're putting out there, please follow us on all those. And stay tuned for updates. Thank you all.